The storm's going to be a bad one tonight, Dolan. You better watch yourself out there. Lola's familiar voice echoed over his police radio. It's darker than the bottom of a well. They're predicting 70-mile-an-hour winds by 1 a.m. Thanks for the warning. Just for tonight, would you like to change jobs? He kidded. No, thank you. Lola laughed and then coughed. You guys wouldn't have a clue what to do or where to go if you didn't have me here at the station to field calls and point you in the right direction. You're right, he chuckled. You're the most important one at the station. What's going to happen to us when you retire in a few months? Heaven knows. I'm not ready to give it up completely. I'm still staying on part-time. On the hours I'm gone, you'll probably end up in Idaho after you get a call. Gotta go. There's another call coming in. Talk to you later, sweetie. The radio clicked off. Dolan could barely see out the window of his patrol car as the rain beat down like a heavy drumbeat. He finally gave up the fight and turned the windshield wipers on high. Even then, the road was difficult to see. Thank goodness there were only a few cars out braving the elements. He gripped the steering wheel a little tighter as lightning followed in a blinding flash. A crack of thunder crashed over him, and he swore under his breath. A night not fit for man or beast, his mother used to say. He spotted an outline of a vehicle alongside the road, and he slowed to see if the car pulled back on the road. It didn't. He slowly drove past and saw a woman alone in the front seat. She didn't have a cell phone to her ear, so she hadn't stopped to make a call. Her car, half in and half out of the road, straddled the white line. Dolan looked for a driveway, turned in, and then backed out on the road. As he approached the car again, he hooked his black and white around and came up behind the car. He sighed as he lifted his hat off the seat. Dolan buttoned his rain slicker up to the neck and slapped his plastic-encased trooper's hat on his head. As he opened his driver's side door, the blast of wind nearly whipped him out of the car and into the road. Pulling himself up, he slammed the squad's door and then leaned into the wind as he moved forward. He felt like he was in one of those silly silent movies where the lead tried to battle against hurricane winds as things blew past. The weather was usually mild in Washington State, and hardly ever this bad. We aren't in Kansas anymore, Toto, though it feels like it tonight. He wrapped his knuckles against the glass. The woman put her window down six inches. I can't imagine why you would be sitting out here on a night like tonight, unless you're having a problem with your vehicle, he said, as he tried to ignore the cold water running down the back of his neck. Yes, officer. She nodded. My car made this weird noise and then stopped. I could only get partially off the road before it completely died. I'd take a look, but I'm not too good with cars. Do you need to call a tow truck and or someone to come and pick you up? I should have done it myself, but I don't have a cell phone. I was trying to convince myself to walk back to town, but the lightning. I thought it might be safer to stay here. Let me call for a tow. Thanks, officer. She looked up. Her eyes flashed dark blue from the overhead light inside her car, and she gave off a half-hearted smile. There is only one tow service in town. I can call for a friend to pick you up. What's the number? 
He had to shout to be heard over the howling winds. The rain pelted his cheek like tiny needles. I'm new in town, she frowned. I don't really know anyone to call, especially this time of night. Let me go back to my squad car. I need to light some flares. It's bad out here, and I don't want any drivers running into us. She nodded and rolled her window up. Dolan walked a few steps toward his car when another tremendous blast of wind hit him, nearly knocking him sideways. There was a crack that sounded like breaking bones and a creaking groan. His head snapped up as the large poplar alongside the road tilted. He only had time to put his arm up over his head and squat in front of the stranded woman's bumper before the tree fell his direction.